Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. If it's in the scriptures, it will work in your life. Do you understand? He doesn't make mistakes. So we have to adjust our thinking. We have to realize we're, we're dealing with God here, which is, by the way, that's why our understanding of scripture is so critically important to our Christian faith. If the Bible is not reliable, you got nothing, go play golf or get a boat. If the Bible is not reliable, you do not have Christianity. With the constant influx of information coming at us, it's hard to know which sources are reliable these days. Thankfully, there is one source that we can always rely on to be accurate and consistent. In today's message, Pastor Robert reflects on the reliability of Scripture and how we can be fully confident in its teachings. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 19 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. When I was a kid, most of you know my dad had a little construction company. When, when I was 11, he worked for the Procter & Gamble company, and he, um, on the side, he started building a house, and, and then, you know, he, he was just going to build houses for a little while and develop the company that way, but then Procter & Gamble offered him a promotion to make him the manager, general, you know, manager of, of, a, of a big plant in South Georgia. And so he had, to t- he had to actually tell him, listen, I, I can't take that. I'm not going to take that position and move because I've started my own business and, and I intend to develop that and leave Procter & Gamble. And so he ended up, you know, making that change. And, and, and the company was never big. You know, we built just like a, a house here and there kind of a thing. And in the very beginning, most of the houses we built were partially prefabricated. One of my mom's brothers had he had several businesses interconnected back then. One of them was was a, a a business that prefabricated homes. He designed and built homes and prefabricated these homes. So we would we would get on a like a tractor trailer. We would you know on the trailer they would deliver the walls and the the rafters for the roof preassembled, prebuilt, and and everything to dry the structure in. So there'd be windows, there'd be plywood, there would be the felt, there'd be everything to, to make it dry on the inside, if that makes sense. But we used to laugh about it because, you know, you get the plans and you get this trailer with all, you know, the walls and all the rafters and all the parts and, and everything, and you start assembling it, and inevitably something would have to be disassembled and adjusted just a little bit 
because while it worked on paper, it didn't always work on the slab because these were built all, you know, all these were built on, or most of them on concrete slabs. And so we used to joke about the fact that just because it works on paper doesn't mean that it will work in real life. Theoretically, it should, but anytime humans get involved, mistakes happen, right? But not so with God. Now, we, we all agree with that. Everybody nods. You know, but, but here's the thing. We don't, we don't fully digest that truth as Christians a lot of times, meaning that the way we are conditioned, the way we're trained to think, it's kind of governed by or tainted by that realization that what works on paper doesn't work in real life. Do you understand? We're used to that being the norm. But see, with God, it does work. If he put it on paper, it works in real life. If it's in the scriptures, it will work in your life. Do you understand? He doesn't make mistakes. So we have to adjust our thinking. We have to realize we're, we're dealing with God here, which is, by the way, that's why our understanding of Scripture is so critically important to our Christian faith. If the Bible is not reliable, you got nothing, go play golf or get a boat. If the Bible is not reliable, you do not have Christianity. You have something else. And people are making, some, they're making stuff up and calling it Christianity, but it's not Christianity because they've disconnected it from the scriptures. They've disconnected it from the Bible. What God put on paper, even if he used fallible human beings, what God put on paper is reliable, it works. When, when you look at what God has done, I often refer to the sunrise. You know, we know the sun, we, you know, if you, if you look it up, I, Google it, what time is sunrise in Miami Beach tomorrow morning, it'll give you a precise answer. Why? Well, because God's cosmic system is consistent and reliable. So we can know, it is possible to know exactly what time sunrise will be tomorrow morning. G-forces, the forces of gravity. I don't understand all that stuff. Fighter pilots have to know it, right? And astronauts, they have to understand that stuff. And it's understandable and can be studied because God's cosmic system is consistent and it's reliable. You with me? Chemistry, same thing. Do you understand that chemistry, the study of chemistry, the science of chemistry, it'd be completely impossible. Mathematics, it would be completely impossible if this were not true. God's system, God's cosmic structure, his cosmic system is, is completely reliable and, and it's understandable because of who he is and what he's done. Same thing's true with biology. In other words, we as humans, as a part of God's creation, we can be understood. Our bodies can be understood. Our nervous systems can be understood. It's totally one of the things that, for me, is brain doctors, brain surgeons, like, like what's his name, Carson, Dr. Uh, ben Carson. Just that's like, how do you, that's just incredible to me, that, it, that it's actually understandable and you know, one of, the, one of the classes that I teach for Youth with a Mission on the subject of leading through crisis and the effect of trauma on the brain and the body and all these, all these things, that I've got a little model of the human brain. Now, I don't understand it, but they love playing with it. I'll pass it around and they'll look, you know, and I'll talk about the, you know, a couple of different parts of the brain that are impacted by, by trauma and the stress hormones and all this, 
all this kind of stuff. But the fact that that can be studied to me is so impressive. And that people can, can you know, figure that stuff out. But the reason it's possible is the nature and character of God. And the fact that when he designed his creation, when he made everything, he made everything with a specific plan, with a specific design, with a specific function. It's understandable, and it's consistent, it's reliable. When we rebel against it as human beings, we suffer for it. And we don't suffer alone because our rebellion reverberates. Do you understand what I mean by that? We talk about, these days, our, our terminology, you know, we talk about people have baggage, right? You go in, everybody going into a marriage has baggage. Everybody coming to church, we all come with baggage. Everybody in this room right now has baggage, right? What are we talking about? What we're talking about, in many cases, not in all cases, but in many cases, we're talking about the things that, I don't want to say we inherited those things exactly, but I was raised in a dysfunctional family, and so were you, because that's the only kind there are. <laughs> Imperfect people just trying to do family, right? So we're, every single one of us is messed up, and when you get a couple of messed up parents trying to raise kids, you got messed up kids. That's humanity in a fallen world. We're tainted, we're imperfect, and even the best, even the most solid, even the most functional family still has flaws, right? That's just life. It's just the way, the way it is. My grandfather, on my dad's side, he had a problem with gambling. He threw away two fortunes, at least, at the dog tracks and the horse tracks in South Florida. And we didn't live down here, we lived up in central Georgia, but we never saw him two, three times a year. We'd see him the rest of the time. He's down here somewhere with a couple of prostitutes placing bets at the tracks. This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details his birth and life, his ministry, and then his death. But it also tells you that he rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, he's alive today. Your Savior lives, and you can rejoice in that. As you listen to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. 
We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at MainThingRadio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at MainThingRadio.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio. Radio.